Google defines mindfulness in two ways. The quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. A mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment, while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations, used as a therapeutic technique. For me, mindfulness became more of a place of calmness found by being present with backslash aware of a moment using meditation as the vehicle to get there. In my own healing journey I took part in a group for mindfulness meditation. Mindfulness meditation is a mental training practice that involves focusing your mind on your experiences, like your own emotions, thoughts, and sensations. In the present moment, mindfulness meditation can involve breathing practice, mental imagery, awareness of body and mind, and muscle and body relaxation. Mindfulness for me became broken down into two parts. Inward and outward. It indeed involved meditation. It also involved awareness but it never really involved staying present in a moment or current time. Presence also sometimes interchanged with awareness or consciousness allowed me to explore, without judgment in a way safe for myself, what was going on externally around me and internally within me. This meant that instead of really being fully engaged in a moment I was able to examine the moment and examine inside looking for the conflict or the trigger to come up with a solution. What I like to classify as mindfulness activities are those things people around you may ask or you may have learned in therapy as a way to cope by engaging five of your senses in some way to literally snap yourself out of being blanked out or your mind runs away because you are scared or placing focus on breathing. Those things are great and I think they can be helpful tools in one's toolkit. The importance of mindfulness for me, however, was so beyond those things and more personal. Instead of helping me be present in a moment it allowed me to be present with myself and with the moment. To turn off the external world allowing me to investigate it for the triggers it presented me with. Looking inward at how my body was responding or what I was feeling. I became very skilled at knowing when my shoulders were tense or something hurt. I was now able to tell the difference between stress pain and physical pain. This became an amazing self-created tool for my toolbox being both disabled and a survivor of abuse. My presence with myself is now stronger than ever before and mindfulness is so much more than being present in a moment. For me trying to force myself to be peppy, happy and okay with where I am and around people whom I truly didn't want to be who were indeed making me feel unsafe and doing things that were truly unsafe have been at times the result of trying to stay in the moment rather than actually be present with a moment. There seems to be a link between mindfulness activities and staying, remaining or being calm. Like my example above this might not always be the case. If it is something that feels unnatural or uncomfortable or forced you are actually not at all calm. You are also not calm if you are unsure about something you haven't tried before, resisting or questioning how it may be helpful. Another big part of mindfulness is letting thoughts and feelings just go. That is truly hard and even watching them float away on clouds or writing them down doesn't actually make them or symptoms go away. That requires a lot of time, patience and practice along with actually working through the root causes. As a survivor, I struggle with that one a lot as I did with having to close my eyes in a group where half of them were men across the room from me. I'm glad I brought that up because I got a helpful piece of advice from the instructor of the group. Gently he just told me not to close my eyes because if I was worried about what was going on across the room I wasn't being truly mindful or relaxed. Closing eyes was just a detail in the process but held very little importance. It's been recently acknowledged as well that for some trauma survivors especially when the trauma is abuse or the mental illness is PTSD or CPTSD that things, like focusing on the breath and staying present in a moment, can be quite triggering actually bringing on symptoms or increasing them rather than helping to minimize or alleviate them. There are now versions of these things geared toward those with trauma background to help support them in a way that is actually helpful and healing. I'm glad I discovered that even when something feels like it doesn't work it isn't anything I'm doing wrong but may actually need to be personalized in a way that works for me.
In closing, I will leave you with two great pieces of advice from healers in my journey. You know you best into the second I'll add as long as it's not harmful to you or others. If it's working for you do it.